Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on this Tuesday, December 22nd. The year is 2020 as we are hurtling to the year 2021. And finally, the conclusion of the 2020 presidential election, which saw a landslide victory for President Donald J. Trump only to be stolen in the dead of night by the kleptocrat, globalist, Democrat, CHICOM, congruency of criminal activity. And we've got all of that news coming up. We've got breaking COVID news. I'm going to lay out this stimulus bill that I hope will be vetoed by the president because this is ridiculous. You want to talk about a slap in the face? This is the slap in in the face, but but with a with a like it's like they just farted in their hand and then like wafted it into your mouth. I mean, I'm sorry to be gross. That's how offensive this stimulus bill is. So we've got the details of that coming up as well. And of course, with 28 days left to stop the end of the republic as we know it. If Joe Biden gets into the White House, we're going to have attorney Robert Barnes joining me to discuss this. Nick Fuentes joining me to discuss this. But first, before I do that, you know, we are living in a sci-fi dystopian movie. Sometimes you you wonder if you're going to wake up from this nightmare. But no, we are here. We are in it. And so uh, let's go into suspended reality and, and just try to enjoy this for whatever it's worth. Two pricks. Getting the prick. And of course, that's Joe Biden and Anthony Fauci. Guys, if you just want to roll the B-roll, I don't care whether you roll Joe or or Fauci, whoever it is. And it's just hilarious to watch this. Complete big pharma stooges. Complete sellouts. Complete frauds. Complete phonies telling us nothing to worry about. Get the vaccine. You'll be fine. Well, why are you telling me that? Why are you trying to convince me so much that this vaccine will be fine? And I'm noticing another thing now that I'm watching this. Each vaccine that I've seen administered here on camera, whether it's Biden or Fauci or or, or some other numbnuts, it always is a different amount. Biden just had a very small amount there. So that's a little strange to me. I guess what I should say is I'm not buying it. I'm not buying Joe Biden actually got a COVID vaccine. Guys, real Fauci getting it too. I'm not buying that Fauci actually got a COVID vaccine. They, they probably got something else like a B12 shot because they're not getting an RNA shot, folks. And I saw an actual, I guess it was a biologist or whatever, break down what the RNA shot does. And it's everything that we told you. Now, they know this is an experimental vax. Look at that chicken neck. Look at that sleeve. Look at that string hanging out of his arm. Oh, that is his arm. I mean, let's see what Fauci's little uh, little shot here looks like. Maybe he doesn't even get it. I haven't seen this one. Oh, ah, the vaccine is so great. Let me just convince you how great it is. Let's see here. 
Oh, you can't really see how much is in that one. Boy, that one stayed in there a while, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Fauci. Get that vaccine. Get that RNA vaccine, Fauci. Bring in your medical tyranny. So, no, you did not just get the RNA vaccine that you want to give us. And he, we, he stands up and runs away. I'm not buying it. Now, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But, folks, they're now coming out and telling you this is going to be a mandatory vaccine. Even though Fauci says the lockdowns have to continue and there's already a new strain here. So the COVID vaccine is already irrelevant, folks. It's already irrelevant. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alex Jones Show, Defending and there's the Anthony Fauci getting a shot. Isn't that nice? And domestic. It's Alex oh, Jones. Oh, thank you, Fauci. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. Yes. Oh, Dr. Fauci, we love you. You're a hero. Ha 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 There's Fauci. A guy who hasn't done any actual medical practice, maybe in his whole life. But he'll tell you to get the vaccine, and oh, he's lined up, too. And I love how they have these nurses out here. Everybody's wearing the mask, and they have the face shields. It's all a big joke. It's all a big ruse. And we're just along for the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Alex Jones Show. It is Tuesday, December 22nd. The year is 2020. Owen Schroyer sitting in for Alex today. Great guests coming up. Robert Barnes in 30 minutes. Nick Fuentes in an hour and 30 minutes. Paul Joseph Watson hosting the fourth hour. I'm going to squeeze in phone calls today as well. If I can't get to phone calls today on this broadcast, because I have a ton of news, I will dedicate the war room, which I'll also be hosting today, to your phone calls. So we will be taking your phone calls, whether it's in the next three hours or from 3 to 6 p.m. when I'm hosting the war room. What we're going to get to today, the, I mean, how do you even do proper analysis of this? You have a fake pandemic, and now you have a experimental vaccine where the vaccine manufacturers are immune from, no pun intended, immune from any legal liability, any lawsuits. How could we possibly allow that? Well, if that isn't absurd enough, which there's actually more absurdities to go along with that, now vaccine IDs, and also the fact that they're claiming there's new strains of COVID, so the vaccine that they just had warp speed to give you is already irrelevant. It already is irrelevant. We've got new strains of COVID, so the vaccine doesn't even do anything. Except it's a experimental vaccine with the messenger RNA to go rewrite your human genome. Very loving. Very loving. And, and the scientists who, who see people talking about this They go break it down and they're like, yeah, this is the new RNA vaccine. It's new nanotech. It's new biotech. It goes and rewrites your thing. It's cool. It's trendy. Sweet. So is a sledgehammer uh, to your to your Johnson. It rewrites your reproductive system. Take a sledgehammer to your wee wee and you'll have a new reproductive system. And that's basically what they're saying. Oh, you get the messenger RNA and it rewrites your human genome. Isn't it great? 
And the next thing you know, Gallagher is going to step up and take a sledgehammer to your male member. But it's rewriting you. It's a good thing. You're welcome. You know, you just pass out, die, get Bell's palsy. Oh, can I sue the a vaccine manufacturer? No. No, you just have to shut up and die. You're welcome. Yeah, of course Elmo wants to sell you the vaccine. Because it's just so trendy. (laughs) This is unbelievable. The good news is the globalists, the corrupt globalists, have completely revealed themselves. Their agenda has been completely revealed. And now it's just a matter of are they going to get away with it? Whether it's the election theft or this experimental RNA vaccine that doesn't even stop COVID. Think about that. They're claiming you have to get two or three shots because this thing may not even stop COVID. And they tell you, yeah, you're going to get the vaccine and you're probably going to go numb for a little bit. You may faint or pass out. Uh, You may experience some death or death-like symptoms, but it's okay. You're doing it for the greater good, which of course is the entire notion behind communism. As if that's not offensive enough, they're going to be mandating this starting next year. And so they're announcing that. Doesn't matter that the vaccine is already relevant. And then you have perhaps the greatest affront to your existence as an American citizen. The stimulus bill that I'm hoping the president will veto i do believe he still has the ability to veto this this is out of control folks i mean it's nothing new but again it's just getting away with murder right in front of your face so we'll be looking at that we'll be looking at president trump's uh president trump's potential pass to victory coming up in the next 28 days with bob barnes as well as some developing news on that. So we're going to break all of this down in the next three hours, or I will be before Paul Joseph Watson hosts the fourth hour, and then I'll be back hosting the war room. Uh, If we don't get to calls during the Alex Jones show, we will dedicate that entire broadcast to your calls. Before I do that, though, you know, 2020 has been an interesting year. And... At the end of every year, you have to do your financials. And um, basically, you've seen what we've been able to do in 2020. And we'd like to have the same capacity and the same mobility in 2021 as we did in 2020. Obviously, uh, things are difficult around here when you have to build your own infrastructure. That is not cheap. Uh, A lot of people don't fully understand or, quite frankly, respect how much money it takes just to get this place running every day. And you built this ship and you fuel this ship by shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars wants to be here through 2021 and beyond. Hell, we'd like to be here for infinity, but that takes all of us. The good news is we've got new specials right now at InfoWarsStore.com. 
the New Year's Resolution Energize Pack featuring vitamin B12, Super Male Vitality, Turbo Force, the New Year's uh, Revitalize Pack, the New Year's Revitalize and Energize Pack. It's all there on the screen right there. But people are really excited, and rightfully so, that we have vitamin D supplement, Winter Sun Plus, back in stock. Now, we've been selling you Winter Sun Vitamin D for a long time at InfoWarsStore.com because, and this was well before COVID, this was years ago, we knew how important vitamin D was, specifically during the winter. That's why it's called Winter Sun Plus. You're not getting as much vitamin D in the winter. That's why people are more susceptible to a flu or, or any uh, sort of illness, and your immune system is weakened. You're not getting the sun. You're not getting the vitamin D. So we came out with Winter Sun, now Winter Sun Plus, the advanced formula to get you the best vitamin D supplement on the market. Now, we sold out of Winter Sun Plus as soon as people realized how important vitamin D was, and then they made the connection, whether they were actually afraid of COVID or they were just hearing this in the background, about how 90% or I think it's 80% of the COVID deaths, they're deficient in vitamin D. And then after eight months of denying vitamin D help, Fauci actually came out and said, no, you do need vitamin D, that, that, that scoundrel. Well, we knew that all along. That's why we sold Winter Sun Plus. Now, it was sold out because we had a run of it. It is back in stock. And let me tell you, this is a good thing, uh, but it is selling out fast for good reason. So it's a good thing because we're funding the broadcast, but we have it 50% off. So we have to sell every single one of these really to make any money. I mean, we could sell this at full price, folks. I mean, at the rate it's selling, most people would say, don't put 50% off on that. That's ridiculous. You could sell this, in fact, probably double the price. We don't do that. We cut the price in half because we want you to have the supplement. And, and our formula is sell as much as possible, even if it's at small margins, to fund ourselves. So sell as much product as much as possible at the lowest price, the best products, and that's how we fund ourselves. Winter Sun Plus is the perfect example. So get your Winter Sun Plus. Also, this is just because I saw this before we we came in today, uh, just to see what's going on. Not only is Winter Sun Plus selling out fast, DNA Force Plus is also selling out fast. It's also 50% off. Now, I only got six seconds. I can't tell you about all the benefits of DNA Force Plus, but that is the real deal. That is an elite supplement at InfoWarsStore.com. Hey, everybody. Confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little-known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. 
Attention radio listeners, if you're concerned about the coming chaos after the November elections, this will be an extremely important message. Here's why. No matter what the outcome in November, catastrophic social upheaval is a very real possibility. Here's why this is important. Listen, we all know that silver and gold have been historic hedges against the uncertain waves of social chaos and unstable currencies. But did you know that there's been times in the past, during times of extreme hardship, when Americans put another store of value above even silver and gold? It's true, open pollinated seeds have been and could very well be the ultimate store of value in the coming hard times ahead. Go to survivalseedbank.com to get heirloom seeds below wholesale. Visit survivalseedbank.com this week and get hundreds of dollars in free bonuses. Beat the coming chaos. Beat rising food prices. But above all, don't wait. Beat the crowds by claiming your own Survival Seed Bank today. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We now take you live to the Central Texas Command Center and the heart of the resistance. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I've got the latest COVID news coming up, election news coming up. I want to get into the absolute... I mean, I don't even have the word for it. It's beyond offensive, this stimulus bill that they're they're, they're claiming is so great for us. I'm going to get into that in a second. But, you know, I'm going over my news. I'm looking at the... Medical tyranny that's coming in 2021. They're gonna, they're gonna, for, they're claiming they're gonna force you to have a a vaccine ID coming up. So I'm gonna explain that. And you know, I, I'm just as frustrated with President Trump as anybody else right now. I don't see President Trump leading from the front, instead trying to lead from behind. That's a losing approach. Now, having said that, President Trump is yet to make his final move. So this is a man who is not going to go away quietly, and it's a man who likes making the last move. So what is President Trump's final move? When will we see it? Perhaps we'll address that when we open up the phone lines. The frustrating thing is Trump is just the captain of a team and everyone else on the team is against him. There's an old baseball story called Eight Men Out where the Chicago Black Sox, I forget what it's like 1912 or something, but the Chicago Black Sox with shoeless Joe Jackson, he was the only guy on the team that wanted to win the World Series. The rest were bought off and paid for by the Chicago Mafia. So they threw the World Series. Now, Joe Jackson in that World Series batted like, you know, he had an incredible series. He was hitting home runs and triples and stealing bases and runs and everything. Everyone else on the team laid down. They took the money from the Chicago Mafia. So that's the situation Trump is in right now. He's one man on the team trying to win. Everyone else has been bought off and paid for, whether it's the Chinese communists blackmailed by a pedophile network or actually into that crap, whatever it is. They're the eight men out. They're out. They don't want victory for America. They're not playing for victory for America. They're bought. They're blackmailed. They're done. So Trump's out there still giving it his all, but the whole team is against him. And the whole team is against the team itself. So 
when I see this, when they announce, oh, 2021, the mandatory vaccine idea is coming, I'm like, hey, President Trump, can you make a statement and shut this down? But he's not even running that play. He, he's over here trying to run these plays, and it's just, it's just ridiculous, the amount of sabotage that goes on. But that's where we're at. Now, they do this to us. Well, hell, I mean, they do this to us every time they pass some sort of a stimulus bill. But this is perhaps the most offensive thing I've ever seen. This stimulus bill, and pardon me for being graphic, I like being accurate in my analogies here. So excuse me for being graphic, but this is just the analogy. What has been given to us with this stimulus bill is like if the head chef of a restaurant comes up to you with a rotting old dog turd on a plate and then urinates on it in front of you and says, this is filet mignon with Bernays sauce. And you're like, no, that's a rotting, moldy dog turd and you just urinated on it in front of me. He says, no, that's a filet mignon medium rare. Look at that. And it's just, you know. So... They're celebrating like this check is a good thing. Uh, Not everybody, but anybody who's claiming that this stimulus bill is a good thing is, I mean, do we just, how do you even respond to this? It's so offensive. So let me go into this story at National File. Pelosi calls $600 stimulus significant, but said $1,000 employee bonuses following Trump tax cuts were crumbs. Well, yeah, Nancy Pelosi is a lying bitch. And a fraud, so I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. 600 bucks for you? Here's an idea. Open up the economy. No, they can't have that. See, you're a slave now. You need the government. That's what they want. Here are some, and I'm just going to go through some of this. $300 million for migrant and refugee assistance. How does that help you? It doesn't. $10,000 per person for student loan bailout. How does that help you? Well, if you have a student loan, it might. Otherwise, it doesn't. $100 million to NASA. How does that benefit you? Probably won't. $20 billion to the United States Postal Service, which just helped steal our election. So that's nice. $300 million to the endowment of the arts. That won't help you at all. You can't even go enjoy these things. You can't go to the theater. So, that, so, they're, so they're giving hundreds of millions of dollars to things that are closed. $300 million for the endowment for the humanities. You never even heard of this. You never even heard of this. $435 million for mental health support. Well, hopefully that'll be going directly to the Democrats, but not in the way it needs to. $30 billion for the Department of Education Stabilization Fund. So they shut down the schools. They stop bringing in the revenue. They have to pay the teachers, and then they just say, oh, we're just going to bail it out. So all these problems caused by politicians, we have to pay for, and then they say, oh, thank us. Another $35 million to the JFK Center for Performing Arts. The House of Representatives got a raise. $25 million for additional salary for the House of Representatives. Oh, I guess that's why AOC, that fraud, complained about the bill all day long yesterday. AOC was complaining about the bill. You know what she did? She approved it. Yeah, that's right. Well, when she saw she was getting a raise, I mean, you know, 
She's a good capitalist. Don't be confused by AOC's politics. She is a money-grubbing political whore. $25 million to clean the Capitol building. Boy, I'll tell you, they could actually use that in the central block of the Metro D.C. jail. I can tell you that from experience. Uh, as far as the Capitol building is concerned, I don't think so. But, eh, you know, that'll probably get put right back into the politicians' hands somehow. $7.5 million to the Smithsonian. So they get a raise if you work at the Smithsonian. That's nice. That's good. $90 million for the Peace Corps. Oh, we just randomly are giving $13 million to Howard University. Oh, that's nice. That's good. And by the way, this benefits you how? A billion dollars to the Airlines Recycle and Save program? (laughs) They signed this thing, man. They signed this thing. Two and a half million dollars for public and Indian housing? That's nice. That's nice. Story at Infowars.com headline. Billions going to foreign aid and spending bill. Gender programs in Pakistan. Sri Lankan ship refurbishments. Wow. Globalist uh, COVID stimulus package sends billions of dollars to the Gates Foundation as well. Isn't that just so nice? And... I've got all of it. That's not even half of the most ridiculous stuff of it, folks. I mean, literally, it's like most of this, most of the stimulus bill is going to foreign causes, foreign countries. Okay. So we'll continue to highlight this as the show goes on. We're going to be joined on the other side by uh, Robert Barnes. But uh, this stimulus bill is the the politicians of our country uh, pissing in our face. How rude. The project for world government developed by the British Empire via Cecil Rhodes, then picked up by the Rockefeller family and the major Robert Barons, the planet by the 1920s, is all about corporate global governance. And now you're seeing it. It's not just the blue states, the blue cities, the communists and socialist nations, all working in unison under UN control to establish a medical planetary dictatorship. At the core of it is the Fortune 100 corporations themselves funded by a handful of private central banking families, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, the Dutch and British royalty being at the very heart of that. Then you learn the Dutch and British royalty aren't even Dutch or British at the same time, but they go back to the literal Count Dracula and the wars in between Christendom and Islam. Those that don't know history really are doomed to repeat it. They're involved in imploding the world economy. That's what the social distancing, the mask are all about. It's about bankrupting local small businesses. And those that comply are complying with your own destruction. Wake up. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Back here live in the InfoWars World Headquarters in Austin, Texas. Owen Schroyer sitting in here on the Alex Jones Show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas from all of us here at InfoWars to you tuned in today. And Merry Christmas to Robert Barnes, who is joining me now from his uh, humble abode where lots of legal thought 
and analysis goes down. And so he joins me now to discuss the presidential election. Robert, everybody seems focused on January 6th right now, including the president of the United States. Your take on where we're at right now and how confident are you that January 6th is the day to be watching? Uh, it definitely is. I mean, uh, the the ultimately the constitutional remedy for a presidential election that goes AWOL was always intended to be Congress, more so than the courts, more so than the state legislatures. That's why the Congress decides whether to certify electors. If the if they do not certify uh, 270 or more electors for any one candidate, then under the 12th Amendment, it goes to the House to vote by state delegation. So the president's uh, legal constitutional remedy is for Congress to take up uh, the issue on January 6th. Uh, and it could take days because there could be objections to multiple states. There's anticipation of at least seven states being objected to. They're supposed to spend uh, two hours apiece, each chamber in their own on their own accord, debating it. Uh, they should allow for argument and evidence to be presented in that time frame. Uh, and, and so consequently, you could have, you know, 14 hours or more of debate time. So if we can spend uh, two weeks on a bogus impeachment, we can spend at least a few days on a legitimate election contest. And I think that's the president's position, and it's a sound one to have. And then what he needs and what he wants is for there to be a mass audience outside so the House members and senators can witness uh, the power of the uh, support that Trump has for this election contest to occur. And if they if the evidence and arguments are properly heard out, uh, then there's uh, an excellent opportunity for uh, the for Trump to at least succeed in the Senate. And then there's open question in the House. And so but at a minimum, if the this is parallel track for Trump. Because if he doesn't prevail, he wants it to be the case that Pelosi and Biden help steal it for Biden. And that's the other utility of going through this process. <clears throat> not only is it the constitutional process, not only should he prevail if they actually apply the facts and the law and the Constitution, because this election was not done in a constitutionally consistent manner in a sufficient number of states to give Joe Biden any form of electoral college majority. But the other advantage is if for whatever reason it doesn't work, if it doesn't work because Pelosi is the obstacle in the House with Democrats having a slight edge, then uh, it gives Trump a, a key talking point for the next four years. It gives uh, conservatives and Republicans a key talking point for the upcoming midterms. And Trump can rebuild and expand his populist movement going forward. So Trump's always, uh, since, you know, since Art of the Deal, his mantra has been uh, hope for the best, plan for the worst. And the January 6th plan is both. It, uh, it's both uh, the, the best can happen, should happen, but in case it doesn't, the backup plan, uh, it works for the backup plan too. So it works for both. So uh, the, it's an it's intelligent path for the president to be taking. It's the constitutional path. It's the legal path. And the, it's the only path he's been afforded effectively at this point because the state governors refuse to take action. The state secretaries of state refuse to take action. The state courts in those systems refuse to take action. The state legislatures in those states could not convene. And then the federal courts have also refused to take action. And so the as the president said yesterday, as uh, his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, laid out the, the, pro the protocols to go forward on January 6th because it's the only remedy available. And he just has to overcome Mitch McConnell trying to instruct everybody in the Senate to not uh, vote on it. But uh, I think that ship has sailed. Senator Perdue 
out of Georgia, said if he wins re-election, he's going to challenge it. Senator Tuberville is talking about challenging it. Senator Paul is talking about challenging it. Senator Hawley is talking about challenging it. Senator Cruz is now talking about challenging it. So it, and any the other thing that's useful about this, however it turns out, is uh, it's going to put everybody on notice at who's a Trump loyalist and who isn't. Make them have a vote. So the know who in the House really is supporting the president and who is not. Who in the Senate is really supporting the president and who is not. And let's be and clear, it's not just supporting the president, it's supporting reality. Trump won this thing in a landslide, everybody knows it. So anybody who, who wants to vote against it, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican, they're just voting against reality. Yeah, exactly. And they're voting against a constitutional election. And they're voting against the constitutional process for resolving a, constitu- a, a, a contested election. So in all of this, so the what it does is it puts on notice who's who's really so deeply tied to the swamp that they're unwilling to even exercise their constitutional obligation to resolve a contested election where the a constitutional election clearly elects the president. A uh, it's only an unconstitutional election that elects Joe Biden. And so let's see if all some of these would be presidents like Senator Hawley and others will step up to the plate or not. And every senator and congressman who does not step up to the plate for a constitutional election and object to the electors from these states that did not conduct an unconstitutional, that did not conduct a constitutional election, then they should be uh, primary. They should be focused on to be challenged in 2022 and 2024. So the, it's a great opportunity to get a clear and clean discernment at who is with the country, who is with the constitution and who ain't. And there's no better opportunity. So it has multiple advantages to focusing on January 6th. It's the constitutional remedy where if they do their job, he's the next president. If they don't do their job, we get to see it and witness it. And uh, the both get to build for Trump over the next four years to build a broader, wider, deeper populist movement, but also to expose who within the party cannot be trusted, uh, who within the party needs to be kicked out of the party or at least removed from their office. Um, and I think that that's the uh, multiple utility to it. And that's the path. He, it's the path he's been planning on all along. So the uh, there was all the talk of martial law, Insurrection Act. That was never a path he was going. Yeah, to Yeah. And he, he came out and made that statement uh, the other day. And he had people that were in those meetings, uh, you know, double down and echo that. And of course, I mean, we're expecting, though, the, the millions of energized, enthusiastic Biden voters who've been everywhere to be there on January 6th. I mean, these Biden voters, they're everywhere, Bob. I mean, I can't I can't turn a corner and there's a Biden. Oh, no, wait, that's Trump supporters. No, wait, it was Trump that won more counties than any other um, presidential candidate ever before. Uh, So it'll be the millions of Trump supporters that are out there. Um, Real quickly, though, you know, I I, two things. Let's focus on you're talking about exposing the Republicans. Here's what I've realized about these people in the swamp. They talk behind the scenes it's kind of like with any vote, right? They all know how the uh, the other is going to vote probably 90% of the times they have to vote. And and then they make their measurements. All right, who's going to vote this way? Who's going to vote this way? If I vote this way, it'll be inconsequential. If I vote this way, it'll be un- inconsequential. I have a feeling that the Republicans are already doing that. And so there's going to be a couple Republicans that I think are probably deep in the swamp that'll vote in Trump's favor. But I don't have much confidence in this process other than exposing the swamp for what it is, exposing the Democrats for what it is. I, I, I don't trust these Republicans, quite frankly. I don't trust anybody in Congress. And my fear, uh, Bob, and, and 60 seconds respond to this and we'll come back and talk more about this. My fear is that if we don't win this, whether it's January 6th or any of the days in between before January 21st, there is no 2024 run for Trump. There's no 2024 run for anybody. 
Every election is rigged after that, whether it's Democrat or Republican. And now they've basically been given the green light. Yep, we can do this and we can get away with it. Well, I think that's a legitimate concern for everyone to have, though I think there are answers to that, which we can get to after the break. The but I, the first step is the, oh the weakness with Trumpism all the way through was it lacked institutional support he did not put enough allies around him he did not surround himself with enough allies he let Mitch McConnell pick a lot of his cabinet people and judges he allowed uh, Paul Ryan to pick his legislation and the combination of the two is what doomed Trumpism to uh, to being stuck with an election that was within the margin of fraud in the first place uh, he, he should have been way outside the margin of fraud if he never went, went along with the lockdowns and the rest. But the utility to what's going to happen on January 6th is it exposes to the base what exactly needs the next steps to be. Either they will do their constitutional duty and perform it. And I think a bunch of them, if they're forced to take a vote, will end up voting for Trump and with Trump. But of those who don't, there need to be remedy. And maybe the remedy needs to be a new party. Maybe the remedy needs to be new laws. Either way, the remedy needs to be a new movement. All right, we'll be right back. Fox has betrayed President Trump as I predicted they would. They've always been part of the establishment, and it's only going to get worse. If they're able to keep Trump from rightfully taking office for a second term on January 20th, the system is going to drop the hammer harder than ever on this republic. They are going to explode gas prices. They're going to shut down our coal power plants. They're going to cut off the energy source to the U.S. So it's impossible for factories to move back here. This is economic domination. This is economic war. We are being consolidated. We are being taken over. The Democrats aren't mismanaging their blue cities and states. They're consolidating power and control to bankrupt the population and bring them absolutely to heel and then consolidate ownership of all the infrastructure and property. This is a monopolistic takeover. That's what the Great Reset is. Klaus Schwab and these other criminals admit it. That's what social distancing is. So your business is only at 25% for several more years. No small businesses will be there. This is a master plan. Say no. Anybody listening to my voice can simply search engine the term Davos Group, Technocracy, or Technocrats. You will get Klaus Schwab and Jean-Claude Juncker and all the New World Order globalists like Xi Jinping saying that they no longer want elected leaders over governments, that they want businessmen, technocrats over it. And that's who Klaus Schwab is. You might want to look into the guy that says they've launched the COVID-19 lockdowns to bankrupt you and make you poor. You might want to find out who this supervillain is. But you see, he believes because he's hidden it plain view, and you're not speaking out against it, that he has a right to do it to you. You might want to find out who he works for. He works directly for Prince Charles. He developed since the 80s the plan for global sustainability. That means worldwide neo-feudalism in his own words. So you might want to find out how he talks about using vaccines to sterilize you before you take those shots. You might just want to find out who this villain is. All right. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Here with Robert Barnes, attorney extraordinaire, breaking down the January 6th events with the hearings and the votes that will be coming up. Will it give Trump the victory or will it mean another obstacle he has to overcome? And, um, you know, you wanted to get back into that, Bob. And, you know, here's my feeling of this is that 
It just has the feeling of a buzzer beater. Or to make the sports analogy, you you feel like the last possession is going to win the game. And you know that the last possession is going to be with zero seconds left on the clock. Well, that's not January 6th. That's essentially January 21st. And the strategy from President Trump, from my perspective, I mean, I don't have inside intel coming from the White House, but just from a layman's perspective, what we're seeing is that President Trump is leading from behind right now. You don't really see him much. You don't really hear from him much. You hear from some of his attorneys. You hear from some other people with some lawsuits. You hear from some congressmen. But from Trump, not much uh, as far as public statements at all, uh, really. So he's kind of leading from behind. And to me, that's like, okay, you know you're going into the fourth quarter. You know the last possession of the game is going to win it. And this is like Michael Jordan relying on Steve Kerr to take over the game in the fourth quarter. You're not going to win. You're going to lose. Now, again, I feel that just knowing enough about Donald Trump, the man, and President Trump, the president, he's going to make the last move, whatever that is. Whether he measures that on January 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 12th, whatever, he's going to make the last move. So what level of confidence do you have, if you can even put a level of confidence, that January 6th will be the day where Trump can declare victory and say he will be reinaugurated versus... It's going to be another expose of the deep state, the Republican swamp, and he's going to have to make the next measure or the next two measures before January 21st when the corrupt chi agent Biden would be inaugurated. Well, I think it's an uphill battle because the, the, he has too little institutional support, and that was the problem from the get-go. So the, he doesn't have enough allies in the courts, doesn't have enough allies in the uh, institutional Republican Party. The, those who hold elected office, those who hold high-level managerial positions within the government. Uh, many of his own appointees are unreliable allies, and he's still fighting a rearguard battle. I mean, it's clear that the ODNI was supposed to issue a report last week about whether there was foreign interference in the election under the 2018 executive order. There's evidence that Jack Posobiec and others have put out that they, they conclude that, in fact, or key intelligence agents conclude that China was the principal country interfering uh, or attempting to interfere in the elections. And the in fact, the Epoch Times just put out a big documentary on the way in which China tried to influence the election and part of its overall approach to the world. And yet somehow that report doesn't come out. It's been buried until January. And then you get Pompeo go out and blame Russians for the hack on solar wind, even though there's no real evidence that Russians had anything to do with it. And then you have the same from Attorney General Barr. So he's fighting people within his own administration. Well, you know what? And I'm glad and, you said that because that's where I was going to go next. What do you make of Barr? I mean, and multiple affronts to reality. Oh, there is no uh, proof of fraud or theft of the election. And then, and 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 you know what? I, I learned a little bit more about this uh, last night. And we can get into this if you want to. If you want to switch lanes, it seems to me. Let's get your take on Bill Barr. It seems to me that Bill Barr is doing two things right now. One, he's either playing coy strategically, or two, he's just completely protecting the deep state. And and Gina Haspel seems to be the canary in the coal mine. When Bill Barr says nothing happened that was suspicious at the CIA, he is clearly protecting Gina Haspel's role in the London office. He's clearly protecting uh, Brennan, who was running the whole spy campaign, for him to say there was no suspicious activity, and by the way, Stefan Halper is still getting paid. Uh, so I'm sorry, I know I'm going off into a different lane, but it, but it, it kind of just traces back to this. I mean, 
Is Bill Barr completely protecting the deep state, or do you think he's just playing coy right now to then when, oh, magically he finds the evidence, he'll all of a sudden take action? Well, I I got a friend of mine that's a meme maker that's going to be doing the Godfather scene and just replacing the name. Instead of it was Barzini all along, it was Barr all along uh, and replacing Marlon Brando with Trump. The, uh, it's clear that is what actually happened. And this was always an issue with Barr. The reason why I expressed doubts, you expressed doubts, Alex expressed doubts at different times over the years was his history. This is a guy who came up with a very privileged family. His father is the one who hired uh, Jeffrey Epstein. His father wrote weird books about sex, uh, underage sex slaves. Um, then he, his first name to fame is that he's at the CIA working with Poppy Bush to cover up uh, various crimes and illicit activities that the church committee was trying to expose. That's how Barr got his break in Washington, was helping the CIA cover up criminal activity. Then he comes back under Poppy Bush. While he's attorney general is when you get the Noriega nonsense, you get the BCCI. I mean, uh, he and Mueller were close during that tier period of time. So this guy has been an establishment hack covering up for corruption his entire career. And then when Trump nominates him, He wins almost unanimous support. So I think all along, kind of parallel to the Q campaign, bar the the rhetorical uh, attacks on Democrats and on the left and in support of the president were meant to deceive the president into believing that Barr was meaningfully investigating and going to prosecute and punish the Spygate folks, that Barr was meaningfully investigating Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the corruption that uh, that Barr was meaningfully doing undercover investigations to expose voter fraud activities. It turned out he was doing none of the three. It turned out he was busy making sure to bury the Spygate scandal. Durham didn't even issue a report. Then on top of that, to uh, cover up the Biden corruption, to cover up the fact that Biden had been under criminal federal criminal investigation for years, cover up the existence of the laptop, not even disclose it during the whole impeachment scandal. And then on top of that, not only not do any meaningful undercover investigations into voter fraud, which needed to be happening before the election, not afterwards, to catch it, but going out and covering up uh, and giving a fig leaf of coverage to say, oh, I haven't seen any voter fraud. Well, you never investigated any, so of course you didn't. Uh, it turns out Barr was a fraud the entire time. Uh, I have no doubt the president asked him to resign, and he's, uh, but the problem is Barr's replacement is just like Barr. So this is the the so core you don't problem. Like, like, you don't think like, Rosen will be any different? No, he won't. He won't be any better. So I mean, the, honestly, uh, I'm looking at Trump here, and and it's like, and I understand. I mean, things fall through the cracks. I mean, we have a company here of maybe I think it's like a hundred employees. Things fall through the cracks here. I mean, you know, Alex gets frustrated. It's impossible to micromanage everything. There's not enough time in the day. There's not enough consciousness in a, in a human soul. But I mean, it's like Trump either purposely put Barr and Haspel in there knowing how corrupt they were or or somehow they like tricked him into thinking they'd help him. I mean, this is just crazy. When you look at now the lack of action from both of them and then their, their cover-up of all the crimes, their history in the deep state, I mean, it's like, my goodness, Haspel and Barr look like it could, you couldn't have chose even worse candidates. And then you add to that people like Pompeo. You add, I mean, for example, constitutionally, the vice president, could refuse to certify these electors. The uh, under the under the Constitution, he's the one that decides what's a qualified elector and what's not, what, and which electors to read out and which ones not, and which ones to count and which ones not. 
And even liberal legal scholars recognize and acknowledge that Pence has that potential power. There's some controversy over it. There's some that say his only ability is just to read it. It's a ministerial obligation with no discretion. But the Constitution appears to give him non-reviewable discretion. Yet we haven't heard a whisper of that because Pence has no intention of doing so. We haven't. I mean, have we heard a word from Pence about this election being a fraud? I saw him do I mean, one rally in Georgia where he, he, he talked about it. But other than that, and it didn't get much play either. Other than that, he's been pretty much on the sidelines. He did get a vaccine, though, so that was cute. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, do we really believe for sure that these people are getting the actual vaccine? No, I don't for I a mean, second. I mean, I don't understand the visual display of this because we have no idea what's in the, inside that needle. Right. And so the idea that this is supposed to give me confidence to run out and get an experimental vaccine for a virus that not only has an extraordinarily high survival rate, but for a virus we've never had a successful vaccine for in history. Uh, which is another question, but I yeah, think it that's feels what like it feels like a bait and switch technique, and and you know they're probably getting a, like a vitamin B twelve shot or something. But yeah, I mean, how confident must they be where they have to go on TV and do the whole optical thing? Look, I'm getting it. It's safe. It's effective. You can get it too. It, exactly. There's no doubt about it. It it has auras of. Uh, Hillary Clinton opening up that bar, of, uh, that uh, bottle of what was that? Pickles or whatever to show how strong she was. <laughs> the pickles, it was. Pro- it was. It was a whole. That was the pickle. Pickle gate. Yes, exactly. The and jar so was already open. It, 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 it's. Uh, it's. It, well, hey, it, it, I guess it's apropos because everything about COVID nineteen has been designed to be theater. All right, and, let's uh, get uh, let's get some final takes from uh, Robert Barnes here on the other side of this short break. The election. The COVID vaccine, which, by the way, folks, they're saying you have to take multiple vaccines. But guess what? There's a new strain of COVID, so the vaccines are already irrelevant. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male pack. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. It's a pretty epic time to be conscious on planet Earth. We've got attorney Bob Barnes with us for this and the next segment, continuing to break down the election coming up. Um, Let's get back into the election. You know, Pence could basically be a wild card here or or a or a Trump card, uh, pun not intended, uh, with with the discretion that he could take, people could debate it all day long whether he has that um, as part of his job, but he could he could do it and set that precedent. But I just have a feeling that this is going to have to be so extreme. I mean, when you steal an election like this, when you lock down a country like this, when you when you are so deep in criminal activity, 
I mean, I'm honestly afraid that if they put Biden in, they'll they'll send a SWAT team uh, with guns drawn to raid Trump's family and, and arrest them all the next day. I mean, I, I, I may be extreme in that belief. I just think that's how criminal they are, and they're going for broke right now. Now, I don't think Trump's dumb. I think he's probably aware of this. He's been in D.C. long enough to realize how corrupt it is. Uh, but I'm just wondering if the people around them that he considers allies that are probably fighting for him, like Jenna Ellis and others, if they're not underestimating how bad this criminal behavior is, they're focused on an election fraud. Uh, we're talking about people that lie us into wars where millions of people die. I mean, you don't think for a second they'll come arrest Trump if they think he's a threat to their uh, global hegemony and, uh, you know, global government that they have coming up. So uh, talk about Pence's role or potential role in this coming up. And, and I mean, just the seriousness of this criminal behavior as an attorney. Yeah, so two different components there. Uh, one, uh, Pence clearly is president of the Senate. And the way the Electoral College works, like there's some talk that the Electoral College has voted, not from a legal perspective. The vote doesn't count until the vote is certified by the relevant officials. And so the uh, and that goes to the president of the Senate, who is the current vice president. And so the current vice president has the non-reviewable authority under the Constitution to say which electors counted and which ones didn't. And there's some people that see that as a limited uh, duty. There's others, liberal legal scholars, have acknowledged that's very broad. And do we have any doubt that if the roles were reversed, and this was Kamala Harris or, or Joe Biden uh, in 2012 for Obama, or any Democrat, that they would have eagerly uh, exercise their power to put their own party in power. So the uh, it's extraordinary. So there's no doubt in here, there's legitimate objections. We have uh, seven states that have sent Republican electors. The Republican electors have voted and sent those up. And by the way, that was the same as 1876. In 1876, the official uh, canvassing board all sent Republican electors, and then Democrats got together and sent their own electors. So the only and that led to a two month debate in Congress as to whose electors were legitimate. And they've passed a law since then, the Electoral Count Act, that says they'll take the votes of the governor. But the that that law cannot be uh, override the Constitution and cannot be binding on a new Congress, which this will be, even though the vice president is the same as the president of the Senate, the current one. The Congress members will be new. It will be the newly sworn in House members and senators. And that's why it makes so the what what Pence has the power to do is to say, I've got competing electors. You're going to have to vote on it. The way that the reason why that could change the script is if he says, I'm going to say that the Republican electors are the electors, then the House and the Senate both have to override that by objecting. And, you know, the and that won't happen, you know, as many uh, or, or it's unlikely to happen. And there's a risk of it, given how many traitors there are. But that goes back to the core issue. Which is the problem that we have right now that for people that support a constitutional election in this case is we have too few out. We, we had we had a man more than we had a movement and we did not have enough Trumpists in wide ranging positions of power, including as people are now realizing your local election board in your local city or county, including your local state house member or state senator, that these positions ended up being potentially very impactful in this election. And what we need to realize is we need to build a Jacksonian movement of scale and scope, because, as you know, that's the only thing that's going to push back against any of these people. Otherwise, yeah. they will grab power, seize power and crush their adversaries. We need a mass movement to resist it and to push back against yeah, and it. And those local level people, 
that I had to deal with here in Texas, they keep the, the Republican voters from getting fully behind Trump. So that could change. We're in the second hour here of the Alex Jones Show. Owen Schroyer sitting in for Alex. Last segment here with Bob Barnes. And you know, I just have the feeling that it's going to come down to that old cliche and Trump's going to realize that if you want something done right, you're just going to have to do it yourself. And I just have a feeling it's going to come down to that for President Trump, sadly, because of the cowards that he has surrounded himself with. Uh, but let's get into that other component, uh, Bob, because I know you can you can run on with this subject for a long time. I mean, just the amount of the criminal activity, whether it's uh, the government shutdowns that are killing us. And now they say, oh, here's 600 bucks. Meanwhile, billions of dollars are going out to foreign nations. Uh, they're just blatant theft of this election and the Supreme Court balks. Uh, I mean, it's just incredible. So that's my biggest fear here is that the criminal activity level is like, I mean, it's, it's a 10 out of 10 criminal activity. The fight against the criminal activity is like a one, maybe a two, uh, maybe a three out of 10 if we're lucky. I mean, so it's like, I, I just don't see that, you know, that has the fight against the criminal activity has to be ramped up to at least an eight for us to have a chance. And again, it's like Trump is the man in the arena just looking around, waiting for reinforcements. You know, Bueller, 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 just begging someone to come along. So it's either we're going to have that rush of reinforcements next month, or I think Trump's just going to have to do it himself. Uh, Bob Barnes, I give you the platform here for the next eight minutes. So I think there's two uh, sort of a bifurcated approach to this. There's no question. The problem has been. Trump, this was too much about a man, not enough about a movement, and not enough institutional allies, so that people often saw Trump as the only line of defense, that Trump was the last wall to protection of the constitutional republic against those that would take it down. And I think the real answer is that the last wall of defense are the people themselves. And that means seizing and taking power constitutionally, legally, and democratically through all the means we have available to us. We can all, I mean, everybody can be on an election board if they fight hard enough to do it. Instead, they, we've allowed insiders to take care of our local city, county election boards. Uh, I mean, people could have been, and this includes small counties. There are small rural counties. Like, let's say you have a problem with Dominion software. Well, you can get on a small county that has Dominion software and investigate it using your election board access. That what's happened is people look to the top to rescue them, when in reality, it was always going to be the ground soldiers who needed to do the rescuing. And the and that means mass movement. That means, you know, going and doing a mass march on January 6th in Washington, D.C. to show everybody that you are sticking with Trump. But it's not just that. It means taking action all all across the country in your local town, in your local city, in your local county, in your in your state for for a state house, for state senate, for county commissioner, for election board, all of it. Because what's coming down the pipeline, it looks increasingly, given the courts are effectively closed to constitutional remedy in too many places and in too many cases, then the remedy has to be us. Uh, For example, look at the people that have decided to fight back against the lockdowns by recalling governor, including it looks like Newsom's going to face a recall vote, which has shocked the the Democratic establishment in California. The uh, people, the Georgia secretary of state can be recalled. The governor can be recalled. So using the power of re- using the power and tools of direct democracy, using recall powers, using initiative and referendum powers, it looks like we're going to need to add to the state law or state constitution provisions that pr- protect informed consent. 
that you know the Nuremberg Accord was designed to say that you cannot ever be forced to get invasive medical treatment without your informed consent in response to the Nazis and everything that happened. But now you have people out there advocating for forced vaccinations as a condition of employment, condition of education, condition of access to travel, or even required period as a condition of citizenship under penalty of fine or prison. That means we now, while the courts should push back against that, and I think there's constitutional arguments the other way, what the courts have shown is that they have been co-opted by the political establishment. They share the same professional class prejudices as the rest of the professional class, which has been historically and ancestrally anti-populist. We cannot trust them to be the ultimate solution. That's why I'm working with Robert Kennedy to build a mass movement to make sure the laws reflect, you know, using whatever legal remedy we have available to us, whether it's the Discrimination Against Disability Act, which uh, uh, the Americans with Disability Act that prohibits discrimination against the disabled, challenging that when they're misusing va- forced vaccinations or enforced masks as a condition of employment or access when that violates those laws. Same with HIPAA laws where they're basically forcing you to disclose information that should be medically private and bringing every constitutional challenge we can. But in the end, we likely need to create new laws that say, no, you cannot do invasive medical treatment unless, in fact, you have informed consent from the individual. We need the same with elections. How do we prevent this from ever happening again? Change the election laws. And often this can be done through initiatives and referendums. Sometimes it can be done at the state level through new laws. It can also be done often at the city or county level because that's where votes are counted. That's where votes are gathered. They're often gathered at your local precinct. Imagine if everybody had exercised their rights to be a poll watcher or a poll observer this election. They wouldn't have been able to get away with anywhere near what they got away with. So the goal is is we have to take back the power ourselves, relying upon and depending upon Trump to be that sole wall, to be that sole protector of liberty was always a mistake, frankly. And and now the president amplified that by putting in the by delegating to McConnell his executive appointments, his judicial appointments. It's been Trump appointed judges who have betrayed him. That's why I tell people I was like Trump just getting reelected doesn't solve our problems. Because for the last four years, we've had a whole host of issues that Trump has not been able to redress or resolve. And in fact, sometimes Trump has amplified because he delegated legislation to Paul Ryan, because he delegated executive appointments to Mitch McConnell. I mean, how did Christopher Wray end up heading the FBI? How did Hal Hasper end up at the CIA? How did Ratcliffe end up uh, before or before Ratcliffe Coates end up at the director of national intelligence? How did Pompeo or before that Mattis end up at the State Department? Uh, how did I mean, or or the uh, Defense Department, uh, the or Tillerson at the State Department, all these appoint or Sessions as Attorney General. You can go on and on and on and on of the number of people that Trump put in positions of power that undermined and betrayed him. As one, and I think he's trying to remedy what he can remedy while seeking his constitutional remedy of a contested election being resolved either in the courts or Congress. Uh, by doing things, and hopefully he'll step forward and you know, remove certain people from defense, remove certain people from the health and human services. Look at our big cyber warfare guy, Krebs, who the media said, oh, look, he I said mean, this talk was about eight. a stab in the back. I mean, the Supreme Court stabbed Trump in the back, but they kind of like pat him like, oh, I'm sorry. But Krebs was just like, oh, I'm enjoying this. He like took as many jabs. He was like, yeah, I'm going to poke you. I'm going to stab you in the back as much as I can. But, you know, you, you said something that was so key. I completely agree. It, it really it, it is going to come down to we the people. And that can mean a bunch of different things. But, you know, what you're talking about, getting people to understand our political system and the political science of it. I mean, that's a challenge. I mean, you, that's like walking up to a random guy on the street and saying, all right, 
you're a ninja now. Show me all your karate moves. They'll be like, you know what? Like a karate chop. It's like, so, I mean, how, that's a major void to fill. I mean, how do you see that happening? I mean, someone's going to have to fill that void. No doubt. I think, well, and part of that is, you know, the uh, I've been, you know, drafting letters for people as templates that they can send out. I drafted election contests that people could individually file in their individual states. People often don't know the scale of their remedies. You know, in a lot of places, ordinary people can file election contests. They don't need the campaign. They don't need anyone else. Uh, and that they're entitled to discovery. Uh, I'm going to start doing that with Open Records Act requests and FOIA requests in different states. You can get a lot of the data about either the machines or about the vote or about mail-in ballots or signatures. All these ballots, for example, are digitized in a lot of states. You can request it through your own Open Records Act request. You can find out whether the ballots are bogus. So I'm going to be starting drafting uh, templates like this and the rest. But it comes back to the means of communication and means of organization, and that's where InfoWars is critical and essential. And that's where people supporting the model for reform and revolution in America in a democratic constitutional manner is the InfoWars model. It's where people come together, support one another, support the in infrastructure, support the institutions, and it's uniquely beneficial because – a person can get healthier, wealthier, and wiser by participating and supporting InfoWars. Going to places like InfoWarsStore.com is the place to buy your Christmas gifts or the place to buy things for yourself that will make you healthier, make you wealthier because it's cheaper than the, pro the alternatives and its competition, and make you wiser because you're making you're, – you're democratizing the media because you control effectively. You, the audience, you control InfoWars. There's no sugar daddy controlling it. There's no big corporate advertiser controlling it. There's no corrupt insider controlling it. There's only the people. There's only the audience. And this is a sustainable model by providing information and services and products that are of value to you independently and separately from the information itself. And we need to take this same model and, uh, and continue to expand it and continue to deepen it, use it for its self-education, self-empowerment tools. And by us reasserting our power, that's how the American Revolution can be real again in America. Well said, Robert Barnes. Godspeed. Merry Christmas, Robert. Hey, everybody. Confused about staying healthy in a crazy COVID culture? Me too. But listen, after all the research, all the conflicting studies, after all the squabbling, there's one thing almost everyone agrees on. It's that immune system health can literally be the difference between life and death. You probably already believe that. I certainly do. So here's the thing. I wanted to get past the craziness and find out which plant-based substances actually have studies that demonstrate some efficacy in immune support. Now, you'll have to sign a waiver, but you can check out what I've discovered at StrongerDefense.com. No cures or treatments there. Instead, little known but shocking immune system research and a breakthrough immune support product based on that research called Immune 10X. And the best part? You can go to the Stronger Defense website right now and claim your own supply of Immune 10X without paying anything today. Crazy, right? Learn more about this unusual limited-time offer at StrongerDefense.com. That's StrongerDefense.com. Throughout history, there have been two basic forms of civilizations and different mixes of the two. One is born of Renaissance, the other is born of conquest. One bases its power on having strong, enlightened, focused people with an ethos and a culture and ingenuity, art and skill and strength. The other is based on the massive number of slaves it controls with a tiny elite above it. America is transferring out of a system based on the ethos of liberty and freedom into one of total mass high-tech slavery. That's why the globalists tell us America was founded on slavery when it wasn't. 
They point out one of our evils so they can invert the fact that they are truly the slave masters. A global permanent lockdown is here. It is already causing millions and millions to starve to death. When they're done, billions will starve to death. Even the former head of the Ministry of Defense in England and a top general have come out and said the COVID lockdown is going to trigger a giant new world war. That's the facts. This is the Bill Gates New World Order weapon. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. I want to get back into the massive theft that is being called the COVID stimulus bill. Headline at InfoWars.com, Rand Paul slams Republicans voting for COVID bill. You are no better than socialist Dems. And he sums it up quite nicely here. Senator Rand Paul slammed Republicans Monday for voting in favor of a huge $900 billion coronavirus relief bill, saying that they are no better than the Democrats they routinely label as socialists. When you pass, when you vote, quoting Rand Paul now, when you vote to pass out free money, you lose your soul and you abandon forever any semblance of moral or physical integrity. If free money was the answer, if money really did grow on trees, why not give more free money? Why not give it out all the time? Why stop at 600 per person? Why not 1,000? Why not 2,000? Maybe these new free money Republicans should join the Everybody Gets a Guaranteed Income Caucus. Why not 20000 a year for everybody? Why not 30000 If we can print out money with impunity, why not do it, the senator proclaimed. So, show me the lie. Show me where Rand Paul is wrong about this. You know, I see this bill, and I look at this Congress, and I just wonder, are all of you corrupt dirtbags? Are all of you bought and sold out by somebody? whether it's China or Israel or whoever it is. Why do, you, why, why do you do this to us? It's an insult to our intelligence. It's an insult to our integrity. And it's a death blow to our economy. Now, again, I'm going to go over some of these details of where the money is going. But Rand Paul is right. Why should we pay a nickel in taxes when they just take our money and give it to all these foreign nations? They should just be paying us. Now, of course, I don't think, I don't want to live in a government-run economy. I want to live in a free market economy. I love the free market. In the free market, you can be a communist. That's the beauty of the free market. You can be whatever you want. You can be a commie. You can be a capitalist. You can be charitable. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's the free market. But this is theft. So they tax us out the wazoo, and then they pat us on the head and say, oh, here's 600 bucks." But look at where all the other spending is going. 
You've got $169 billion to Vietnam. 198, excuse me, million, 169 million to Vietnam, 198 million to Bangladesh, 130 million to Nepal, over 500 million to Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, and Panama to address key factors that contribute to migration of unaccompanied, undocumented minors into the United States. You know what that means? That means. That money is going to be used to bring more illegal immigrants here. How do you like that? Where they'll steal your money again. $74 million to the Caribbean Basin Security Initiative. By the way, this is all at Infowars.com. The headline, Billions Going to Foreign Aid and Spending Bill. Gender Programs in Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Ship Refurbishments. Unspecified amounts, but it's in the tens of millions, potentially reaching hundreds of millions, to Colombia, Peru, Ecuador, Trinidad and Tobago, and others for assistance for communities and countries supporting otherwise impacted by refugees from Venezuela. I thought this was the COVID relief bill. Ah. Foiled again. This is a quote from the bill itself. Indo-Pacific Strategy and the Asia Reassurance Initiative Act of 2018. Of the funds appropriated under Titles 3 and 4 of this act, not less than $1.4 billion shall be made available to support the implementation of the Indo-Pacific Strategy and the Asia Reassurance Initiative Act of 2018. Well, I mean, that's obviously COVID relief, right? I mean, when you're thinking about how your business is shut down, your restaurant's closing, your bar's closing, you can't go to school, you can't go to church. I mean, you're you're laying awake at night, tossing and turning, miserable thinking, if only I could give one and a half billion to the Indo-Pacific Strategy and the Asia Reassurance Initiative Act, then I could sleep. Where do you think that money's going, folks? Special interest payoffs. Our entire Congress is compromised, and it makes me sick. To Tulsi Gabbard's credit, she called it out, too. She said, I'm not voting for this crap. Just goes on and on. I've got all this here. Why not just boil it down to this? Here's some of the domestic funding that'll save you from COVID. $26 million for the Kennedy Center, Nancy Pelosi's little baby. A billion dollars for the Smithsonian, where they hide history. $154 million for the National Art Gallery. That'll fight COVID. Another $167 million for the National Art and Humanities. That's definitely how you fight COVID and, and relief. Uh, the uh, Woodrow Wilson Center gets $14 million. He's He's a fighter of COVID. Foreign countries receiving aid. Egypt gets over a billion. That's how you uh, relieve uh, COVID stimulus in America. Sudan gets $700 million. Ukraine gets $453 million. Israel gets half a billion Go figure for that little tiny country. Half a billion. Half a billion, man. You- <laughs> we are getting raped, man. We are getting raped. Raped. I mean, this is a joke. Our Congress, I think this is the 116th Congress. You are a joke. You all belong in jail. In fact, I'm dead serious. Anybody who signed this bill should go to jail. And guess what? Some of my favorite congressmen signed this bill. Josh Howley from Missouri signed this bill. He says, well, the people need 600 bucks. 600 bucks? 
and again, over a bill to some Asian deal. So you get no COVID relief. You get no COVID relief. $900 billion and you get no COVID relief. I haven't done the math, but I wonder what $900 billion uh, divided by whatever the amount of people in America are is. I, I, probably more than 600 is my guess. Not much. It's still ridiculous. Here's an idea. Reopen the economy. Oh, but they're not interested in that because they're bought and paid for by China. They're bought and paid for by Israel. They do whatever the hell they're told to do. And so they just voted to financially rape you. You just got financially cornholed by this bill. Now, I do believe President Trump can still veto this, and he damn well should. So, yeah, you could be you could have gotten almost $3,000 a person via this stimulus bill. You get 600 bucks. That is a spit in your eye from this corrupt Congress. You're all a bunch of dogs. You're all a bunch of dogs. This Congress is a bunch of dogs, including that bitch AOC who says, this is the worst spending bill ever. I can't believe in it. And then she signed her name on it. You know why? Because she got a raise in this bill. You didn't get jack crap, but Congress gave themselves a raise. You all ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Americans should be pissed off about this. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, I, uh, look, I'm just fighting, flipping mad here. I mean, we are getting just raped by our Congress right now. Just raped intellectually with this stimulus bill financially. It's just an insult. So I'm pretty mad about that. They're stealing our elections. They're shutting down our government. It's time for we the people just declare independence again. And so this is a whole debate. And Nick Fuentes is about to join me. Uh, Before I do that, folks, uh, I barely plug today. We have Winter Sun Plus right here with me. In fact, I'm going to take it on air right now. I'm going to be like Joe Biden and Fauci and them. They like to take the vaccine on air, right? It's good. Look at me. I got a little prick in my arm. Whoop-dee-doo. So, uh, you know, if it's even the real vaccine, this is actually Winter Sun Plus that I will ingest right now. It's been very hazy and foggy in Texas lately. I'm not getting much sun, so I'm not getting much vitamin D. So I take the Winter Sun Plus there. Everybody knows vitamin D essential to your immune system. 80% of the COVID deaths, that's the real flu deaths, not the people that jump off of buildings or, you know, get shot, but the actual COVID deaths. 80% of them are deficient in vitamin D, but Fauci won't tell you that. He wants to sell you a vaccine because he is a henchman of Big Pharma. So, InfoWarsStore.com, Winter Sun Plus, back in stock. 
50% off right now for you at InfoWarsStore.com. All right, Nick Fuentes is with me. I know he's fighting mad too. He probably can control his temper better than I. In fact, I think I know why Nick wears the largest headphones in the history of radio so he can drown out all the nonsense coming from Washington, D.C. Uh, Nick, where do you want to begin? The election theft, the, the just financial and, and the rape of our integrity with the stimulus bill. Where do you want to begin? How about we start with the stimulus bill? That's a juicy one, I, isn't it? Yeah, I talked about that on my show last night. Hey, well, 600 bucks, Nick. You can get a stick of gum. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You no, can chew your uh, way out of this pandemic. You can get one stick of flavor, flavored bubble gum. <laughs> I love to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, the $1,200 was an insult, in my opinion. Back in, when they did the original stimulus, $1,200 wasn't sufficient. And then they cut it in half. And what's amazing is not just how little is in this bill, but how much is in the bill for seemingly everybody else. You know, they tell us that they can't do better than $600, another round of cash payments, only two rounds of cash payments, by the way, take down the whole economy, and they give you two checks for less than two grand in one year. But what's more is in the same bill, $1.4 trillion stimulus bill, they've got money for Sudan, they've got money for Myanmar, Nepal, Israel, all these foreign nations, but they can't cut us more than $600. And even more, when you look at the math, I was looking at it last night, how they actually break down each provision in the bill. The direct cash payments only account for about $287 billion out of the $900 billion stimulus, which is included in a $1.4 trillion spending bill. And so you think about these numbers, it's a third of the total stimulus is actually going to Americans and it's less than a fourth out of the entire spending bill. And where else is all that money going towards? Well, you know, we have some idea. It's going to foreign wars. It's going to the World Health Organization. It's going to other countries. It's a disgrace. And you know what people have to realize? I, I talked about this on my show last night, too, is you have to tie this in with what's going on with the Senate right now and what's going on with the election, too. Because this was a bill. This was a deal that was made by both Republicans and Democrats. Trump wanted more than $2,000 in cash payments for each individual. They wound up with 600. That was an agreement between McConnell and Nancy Pelosi. This is what the status quo looks like. Once they get Trump out of office, once he's out of the White House, it's back to this business as usual, where it's Republicans and Democrats, both of them working together to screw over the American people. And they do it with the lockdown, and then they don't pay you enough in the stimulus. So I think it's a disgrace, and I think this is uh, probably what the next four years is going to look like. When you, I mean, just, you don't need to be that well-educated or, you know, financially privy to understand how this bill is such a theft and it doesn't even make sense on its face. There needs to be, you know what, I mean, I'm almost to a point now, it's like, forget about the special counsel under the Bidens or whatever, you know what, that'll never go away, that criminals are never going to stop committing crimes. So they, they say that's the nice thing about the mob, they never stop breaking the law. But, I mean, there needs to be an investigation into Pelosi and McConnell. Who came up with these numbers? Why the hell are foreign nations getting our stimulus bill? Why are foreign nations getting more dollars per capita than us? I mean, this is a, there needs to be a criminal investigation to this. This is so egregious on its face. I mean, Americans should literally be like, I got a little fired up yesterday after what happened in Oregon. 
uh, you know, BLM gets to torture people and murder people and, and Antifa murder people and burn down buildings and all this stuff. But, oh, you show up with a Trump and American flag and you just want to go into your state capitol, you get assaulted by the police. So I was a little upset with that. But this is like the same thing. I mean, seriously, like what the hell is going on? I mean, President Trump is focusing on the election theft. But, I mean, he should come out and do a fireside chat tonight and just lay all of it out. Be like, why are we giving $500 million to Israel? Well, he may not say that, but... I mean, you know, he could say it all about all the other countries. It's like, what, where is the stimulus for the American people here? And then Nancy Pelosi will come back and say, oh, okay, we're going to actually give you $666.66. Well, and, you know, what's so disgusting about this is they're always pushing on us for whatever reason that they don't have the money for this. Well, we have to issue austerity or we have to usher in an era of austerity after they destroy the economy. They destroyed the economy. You know, this is something very important to point out. It wasn't COVID that took down the economy. COVID is a disease. It was government policies that took down the economy. COVID didn't force restaurants to close and businesses to close. The federal government did. We know now that the death rate for COVID is, what is it, like 0.0001%. We know that COVID didn't shut down everything. The federal government forced businesses to close. I mean, forced them into a situation where they could not make money, could not do business. And now that people are unemployed, now that small businesses are imploding across the country, now that people are underemployed and their kids can't go to school, they say, well, the best we could do is $600. Really? And they tell us that the fiscal conservatives tell us, well, we can't do much more on unemployment because then people would rather take the unemployment than work. We can't make the benefits too big because the deficit's already grown so much. Really? Well, when has that ever been a problem? Because, you know, for the past 20 years, I don't know if you're aware of this. We've been at war in both Iraq and Afghanistan at the same time, and also Syria, and also Somalia, and also West Africa, and also Pakistan, and also Yemen. And we never seem to run out of money for that. We never seem to be concerned about the deficit for that. And there's never any shortage of money for that. But when it comes to them wrecking the economy, and now people are are looking for work, and people are destroyed by this financially and otherwise. Well, now they you know they they empty their pockets and say, oh. <laughs> Uh, $600, that's the best we could do. Really? I mean, and people have got to stand up. You know, I, what I saw in Oregon last night, or yesterday rather, was epic. And I don't know, maybe there needs to be a little bit more of that because this is the kind of stuff that we fought the revolution for in the beginning. I'm not advocating for violence. I'm not advocating for anything, you know, crazy. But uh, but this is exactly the kind of stuff that we fought the revolution over in 1776. You know, no taxation without representation. I don't feel very represented. I don't know about you, but I haven't felt represented in a long time. I yeah, I mean, like maybe we should like, hey, maybe we should just like move to Israel or Sudan or or hell, Egypt. I mean, Egypt got a bill point three. That's right. Yeah, I guess we'd have a better shot of getting representation in government if we lived in a foreign country. What did we right? buy? I mean, what did we just like buy Cleopatra's DNA or something? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> well, I mean, it's all ultimately all of that is in service of the Kushner sort of arrangement in the Middle East. Seven hundred million dollars to Sudan. And why do you think that was? Well, maybe that has something to do with the fact that Sudan just inked a deal to normalize their relations with Israel recently. And, you know, Egypt became the number two recipient of foreign aid after the Camp David Accords with Israel back in the late 1970s. And similar deal with Jordan in the early 1990s. So, you know, kind of all roads lead to, uh, you know, frankly, to Jerusalem over there when it comes to foreign aid in the Middle East. Really neither here nor there. The point is the money should be going to Americans, not people in the Middle East, whether they're in Jordan, Egypt, Israel, should be going to us, should be going to the people that 
pay the taxes. And, you, you know, know the these these politicians, them. these snakes, Pelosi and McConnell are so vicious and so maniacal. The way they do this is we'll never be able to track and trace who gets all these kickbacks because, you know, they're getting kickbacks. I mean, even AOC was saying how bad this is, but then she signed the bill. Why? Because she got a raise. So they put a raise for Congress in here. So most congressmen, oh, I'm not signing this. Oh, wait, I get a raise? Okay, I'll sign it then. Oh, magic. Oh, way to go. Fox has betrayed President Trump as I predicted they would. They've always been part of the establishment, and it's only going to get worse. If they're able to keep Trump from rightfully taking office for a second term on January 20th, the system is going to drop the hammer harder than ever on this republic. They are going to explode gas prices. They're going to shut down our coal power plants. They're going to cut off the energy source to the U.S., so it's impossible for factories to move back here. This is economic domination. This is economic war. We are being consolidated. We are being taken over. The Democrats aren't mismanaging their blue cities and states. They're consolidating power and control to bankrupt the population and bring them absolutely to heel and then consolidate ownership of all the infrastructure and property. This is a monopolistic takeover. That's what the Great Reset is. Klaus Schwab and these other criminals admit it. That's what social distancing is. So your business is only at 25% for several more years. No small businesses will be there. This is a master plan. Say no. The globalists and their minions want to play God. Chucky Schumer, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama. You look at these sacks of garbage and you think, why do they hate humanity so much? Why do they love death? Because they hate themselves. They project their own disgust with their soul onto us. And once you understand that basic psychological point, every other answer is completely clear. That's why they hate InfoWars. We believe in humanity. We think you're beautiful. We think you're amazing. InfoWars knows you're fallen, but that you have God's potential that God gave you. Ladies and gentlemen, the great epic battle is now here. It's now upon us. I want to encourage you all to spread the word about InfoWars now more than ever. When the enemy hopes to shut down the light of truth, we know you're going to override these globalists. We know you're going to defeat them. I just want to salute you all for your action, everything you've already done. Because God's on our side, and the globalists know it. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, the tip of the spear, leading the fight to take back the nation. It's Owen Troyer. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. This country's in big trouble when we are being leveraged, when we are being leveraged by our politicians to the tunes of billions of dollars to other countries. I mean... Folks, to put it frankly, we're fudged. We're fudged. We can't do this anymore, man. Americans are going broke. We have rampant homelessness in this country. We have the economy crashing. And our Congress just gave us a big fat middle finger and a knife in our back. I mean, I'm just stunned. I'm just stunned at the egregiousness, the insult that they would even put this bill on the table. And there needs to be an immediate investigation into Pelosi and McConnell. In fact, I want a hearing. 
I want a national hearing on national TV, and I want Rand Paul and, and even AOC. Hell, put AOC in there. Let her grill him too. Give her the platform. I want her, and I want Rand Paul, and I want all of them asking, where did you decide, and why did you decide to give Egypt $1.3 billion? I'd just like to hear your reasoning for that. By the way, half a billion to Israel, which is about the size of a thumbnail. Just curious. Just tell us why. Let's hear it. I mean, I think the American people deserve to hear why they get 600 bucks and a kick in the ass, and Egypt gets one $1.3 billion. I think the American people deserve that. Of course, we won't get this because Congress hates you. I'm convinced they just hate us at this point. Uh, by the way, sad story, just to show you how crazy the world is. Family of U.S. student jailed for quarantine violation pleads for her release. A young 18-year-old girl, Skylar Mack, broke quarantine Ooh, at the Cayman Islands and is being held against her will in jail. So walking on a beach now puts you in jail. And I don't hear anyone from the United States government trying to get her release there. But hey, make sure Egypt gets $1.3 billion dollars. I guarantee you most Americans couldn't find Egypt, Sudan, Ukraine, Israel, Nepal, Burma, Cambodia, or Pakistan on a map, and they just got over a billion dollars. Nick, I'm just ranting at this point. Nick Fuentes is with us, America First. By the way, Nick, I I think it's hilarious. People do this to me, too, how they like to steal your name and then act like their name. Uh, You know, we won't get into the beached whales that do that, but I I do think it's funny. They they like to do that here with us, too. They they take the name War Room, and then they act like they came up with it. Not that we came up with it. It's an old term, but it's like, oh, we're the War Room. Uh, No, we were the War Room, and now you're pretending to be the War Room. Oh, I'm America first. Uh, No, you just stole that from Nick Fuentes. Uh, Anyway, Nick, I'm just ranting here. I, I don't even know how to direct this anger other than to just hope that the American people will get so upset about this whether we can stop this bill from raping us or not. I mean, it's time for Americans to start asking questions. It's time for politicians start owning up to the to the trillions of dollars we give to foreign countries that, that they do without a single question asked. Yeah, well, it's a disgrace. It's clear now that America is owned by foreign powers. And you could see that in the elections. You could see that in the electoral process, the legislative process. And that's exactly right. I mean, people should begin to ask themselves, where is all that money going to and why? You know, really ask yourself why there's a single cent going to Myanmar, <laughs> right, and going to Nepal and countries like that. What kind of infrastructure exists on the international level to make that happen? And what exactly is the benefit for the Americans? You know, and that's really the critical thesis of my show is America first. How is this putting Americans first? Yeah, I mean, if I could, like, travel to Nepal or Israel or Ukraine and get, like, a free housing and free meals, okay, maybe then that's all right. All right, we get to go there and get—we should. I mean, we pay for all—but seriously, I should be able to go to Egypt and be treated like a damn king because we make their entire damn country. It's true. It's true. They live like kings, and we're not. You know, Donald Trump said that, I think, about 30 years ago, and it's true. He did. He ran on that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And that's uh, and that, I think ultimately that's what 2020 was about. It's about taking back that power from the people, taking back that power from Trump. It's really telling to me that even in spite of everything that President Trump has been put through in the past seven weeks with this whole election fraud, he's still in the White House fighting for more money 
in those direct cash payments for Americans. I think that kind of tells you everything you need to know. It was Trump initially, the only one in the White House who was saying that we should have a bigger cash payment in the first stimulus back in the spring. It was the third bill, but the first cash payment from the stimulus, he was saying it should have been way more. He's saying it should be way more now. And I think that if Trump leaves office on January 20th, and I think it's looking more and more likely that that's the case, there goes the last man in government, literally the last man, the only man in government that cares about the American people and that wants to put the American people first. And you talk about conducting an investigation or conducting a hearing. I mean, the problem is the whole system is bogus. I mean, I know that's a hypothetical, but think of it. I mean, who would do the investigating? The FBI? The CIA, the NSA, the DOJ, I mean, all these institutions are corrupt. Bill Barr, Gina Haspel, Christopher Wray, all of them. And then how about another hearing? I mean, how many hearings have we had in the past 12 months about BLM riots and Antifa riots in Portland, about big tech, about you name it, it results in nothing. And at a certain point, all of this righteous indignation from the American people has to result in something. And I think the elites have got to realize that you know, just because you steal the election and just because you ban us from Twitter and just because you kick us out of the conversation, it doesn't mean we disappear. You know, there are 74 million people at least that voted for Trump that are very not happy with the way things are going right now. And you kick all those people off Twitter, you disenfranchise them from the electoral system. Now all you've done is eliminated legitimate means through the system by which they could redress their grievances. What's left after that? You know, and maybe you shouldn't answer that. Maybe maybe people shouldn't answer that. It might get them in trouble from the government. But at some point, there has to be justice for what's going on in the country. And if we can't resolve that through the electoral process, I don't know. We're in uncharted waters at that point. And you see throughout this past seven weeks with the Stop the Steal, the system is failing on every level, from the state level all the way through the courts, through the federal government, through the bureaucracy and the departments, the intelligence community. The whole thing's corrupt from top to bottom, vertically, horizontally. The whole thing's got to go. And either we're going to have a great purge, I think, in the next four years, a great purge of every last Republican representative that betrayed us, a great purge of every bureaucrat in D.C. that's part of the swamp. Now, or things could get very ugly in this country. But, you know, I, I think that's that's the infamous slogan you guys talk about on the show, 1776, happening again. I hope that people are beginning to ferment a revolutionary consciousness in their mind when they see this kind of stuff. Like you said, it's outrageous and there have to be answers. Well, and I hope the Republican Party understands this. I mean, look, if they want to line their pockets with all this cash, uh, you know what? At least fight for us. And they're not going to be able to do that when, when, when and if they're voted out of office. You know, it, it sounds to me like we're kind of on the same page here and we can come back and talk more about this. Um, I'm not confident. I've heard every different scenario laid out for me for the last four weeks about Trump's path to victory. I've kind of just ho-hummed at every single one of them because it's a joke. We had elections. He won. <laughs> okay, but wait, we have all these stop gaps. No, he already won. Like, what are you doing? So I have no confidence in all these things that have been laid out, quite frankly. I'm not trying to uh, demoralize the audience. But but the only the only thing that I really have is my instinct tells me not to bet against Trump. And I just can't, I have no foresight. I have no future sight of Biden ever getting in the White House. I just can't really see that happening. It just doesn't seem like that could ever be a reality. Maybe that's just my bias. Uh, is that kind of where you stand right now, too? Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's actually a, a nice way of putting it about seeing Biden in the White House. It's difficult for me to picture it. 
But I agree with you about all these different options. You know, we've watched for the past seven weeks and they tell us, well, there's this pathway where this case in Texas is going to really, that's really going to do it in. Or January 6th, Mike Pence is going to not count votes and that's going to prevent Biden from getting 270. I've heard it all. And honestly, I just have no faith in the system. You know, I basically feel similar to you. I have no faith in the system because you're right. Trump won. And, and we saw it was a joke. It was like a third world country. I mean, they literally send everybody home who's supposed to watch the ballots. And then they're bringing out suitcases full of ballots hidden under the table. And then they get right to counting those at three in the morning in Milwaukee and Detroit and Atlanta. I mean, this is literally what it looks like in Africa. This is literally what it looks like in Mexico or Brazil or something. And, and after that happened, I thought it's very unlikely that we pull it off. I mean, there was a means by which we could have achieved that. Through the state legislatures, there was a path. Through the Supreme Court, there was a path. But if you haven't been paying attention for the past four years, the Supreme Court has been missing an action on just about everything. And that is with the three justices Trump appointed, without them, and same for state legislatures. Whoa, so- whoa, whoa. Now, come on a second. The Supreme Court is fighting for the right for a man to have a child. And so I, right. I think that for you to discount that here on this show is uh is very bigoted of you okay men can have babies there's no such thing as biology here all right so the supreme court is going to make sure that a man can have a child forget about an election cognitive dissonance is a major issue amongst the left it can be very stressful dealing with facts you refuse to accept if you have a family member suffering from this degenerative mental condition buy them a bottle of ultimate fish oil from infowarsstore.com studies have suggested that fish oils and fish oil supplementation can slightly lower blood pressure decrease triglyceride levels decrease the growth rate of plaque and provide a soothing reduction in inflammation inflammatory responses in joints and the digestive system. Recent studies have suggested that high EPA and DHA fish oil can stimulate immune function by increasing the concentration and activity of immune cells. It worked for my family, and now I can have a logical and calm discussion about actual facts that pertain to reality. Get your ultimate fish oil for a friend, family member, or yourself at InfoWarsStore.com.